tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boostbytaxday to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Welcome to episode 5 of To Be Announced. We apologize for our extended, extended absence. Uh, Jackie and I had our, uh, our we had some uh, confusion as far as our, our personal uh, affairs go, uh, as far as flights and weather and school. Yeah, so, it was, it's been a hell of a week. Feels like it's been like a day. It's been, the two weeks just really feel, these last two weeks, I feel like, maybe is it two weeks? Has it been three weeks? Has it been a month? Who really knows? It's just kind of been a blur. But, you know, Super Bowl weekend was there caught in the middle. And it, as much of uh, it may have taken off my life, it was a fun weekend. Yeah, I had a lot of fun. Didn't get down there till Saturday. Shout out to uh, Delta. Didn't get me down there till Saturday when they said they would get me down there on Thursday. But it's all good. We worked it out. We got a little voucher system going for Jackie. So now I'm going to be taking a free flight somewhere. But, uh. I had fun. I had a great time. Can't wait to do it again. We, uh, yeah, we finally broke the uh, the curse of Super Bowl all weekend. It was uh, a beautiful time in Stark Vegas. Uh, had three baseball games that were fun for the most part. Um, great weather. Great great times had by uh, all. It was uh, a good weekend. It's been a while since we've had a Super Bowl weekend that actually was fruitful on the, on the behalf of uh, baseball at least. So it was nice to see that change for once. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was good, especially winning a series against Kentucky. I mean, they're the best in the SEC right now. We're right out there with them, so that's a real good win. Great to see that. De- definitely a feel-good weekend as far as Mississippi State goes. Uh, saw some good things on the football front as, as well at the spring game, but uh, that's a different story for a different day. Um, team Keaton over here, but we'll we'll, we'll talk about that later, <laughs> closer to football season. Um it's uh, everyone's favorite spring playoff season, uh, NBA, NHL action in, in full force now. We're in the just the beginning of the first rounds. Um, I'm not a huge hockey guy. Are you, Jack? I follow it some. My team, the Tampa Bay Lightning, are not in there this year, but I uh, picked up on the Nashville Predators, which they're off to a great start. So happy about that. Happy to be watching hockey. Uh, when it's like 80 degrees outside, it always makes me feel better about myself. Yeah, I uh, I can't even say I have my own team. I really just kind of claim the Florida Panthers because I think they have a cool logo and Florida people yep. choose Florida things. So I just kind of rode with that for a while. But they're I don't I'm really I don't even know if they're good. Honestly, I couldn't even name a player on their team. So uh, I just kind of claim them there. Um, I'm uh, just like you, kind of following the uh, the Preds this year. Because uh, I, I, I enjoy uh, seeing my friends be happy come playoff season. Because I never get to be happy come playoff season for anything. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, but hockey, I can root for pretty much any team, football or baseball. It's uh, it's pretty cutthroat, but hockey, I'll be a lot nicer to my friends. Yeah, and that, and I'm not even a hockey guy, but I do know that hating the Blackhawks is is a commonality that most people can get behind. Yeah, seriously. So I'm just gonna ride with that one for a while. Um, so I, only thing I do know as far as the NHL storyline is, uh, is this the Caps year? Uh, I, I've heard it many a times from uh, my few friends that I have have from the DC, Maryland, Virginia area. Um, Caps year, I feel like it's been every year for as long as ESPN's been around at least. And I saw a fun stat on television the other day. Alex Ovechkin has never gotten out of the Eastern Conference in the playoffs. I thought he was supposed to be like the best hockey player in hockey right now. I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I get, I can't give much hockey analysis, but the dude's <laughs> a freak. He, it's a big year for Russians in DC, as uh, a lot of people have said. So hopefully this will be his year. I mean, Russians have overrun DC, and Alex Alex Ovechkin is the only Russian I know personally. So I hope he does good. I, I kind of hope they win. Yeah, it uh, it'd be a big a big time in sports for for people winning that haven't won in a long time, and except for the Patriots and they, and the Tar Heels. But well, I guess it's really just as far as base the Cubs and uh, the Caps go. Oh well, um, NBA. Everybody knows a little bit more about NBA because this is America and we don't know too much about hockey. Um, uh, who who do you love and who do you hate in the NBA playoffs this year, Jack? I'm gonna go out on a limb and I'm gonna say that I love the Cavs. Because they have somebody named LeBron James on their team, I think he's pretty good. Um, I also think that the Warriors are really good because they have Kevin Durant and Steph Curry and pretty much everybody else in the whole world who's good at basketball. Uh, yeah, I think those two will be it. It's uh, I don't I don't think anybody I, you don't you you got somebody else in your finals, don't you? Yeah, I uh, I'm going off the beaten path, and I'm going uh, with the Spurs. One because I think they're the greatest basketball team ever assembled. Uh, screw the uh, Warriors. Uh, I I've put it on the record. Uh, I have never and never plan on being a Steph Curry guy. I just don't see anything for him. I think he's a one dimensional basketball player that I don't think would have been successful in many other eras of basketball. Um, I don't like him. Don't like his obnoxious daughter in press conferences. Yeah, I, I don't like fun either, so you can say that. But, I don't um, like mouth guard. I, I hate that he chews on his mouth guard way too aggressively. One, I want to know the actual f- functionality of a, of a mouth guard as far as basketball goes. I know it gets contact sometimes, but is a mouth guard truly necessary? Are, are you guys grinding your teeth that hard that you need something in between them? He's got to have that mouth guard for when he shoots all the threes. That's when you get hit in the face a bunch when you're pulling up from like 45 feet. That's everybody knows that Evans won. Oh, sorry. I, I guess that's why I'm not in affiliated with any NBA anything. Um, I, yeah, I'm gonna go Spurs Cavs for my pick. Uh, it's hard to pick anybody else out of the East because every, everybody in the East is trash. Everybody knows it. Um, the Celtics even opened up uh, their series with the loss against the Bulls, which I am ten bucks devastated about. <laughs> um, Almost had a very nice day today as far as my uh, my picks went. That was not one of the ones that went my way. So, you know, I am I was really expecting something out of uh, Isaiah Thomas uh, this, in the postseason, but it just doesn't look like it's going to be that way. 
So we'll see. Yeah, he can't do it by himself, granted, but uh, and there's really not much else on that team other than him. But, you know, we'll, we'll check back in in, what, a month and a half when we get to the finals? Yeah, pretty much a month and a half till they play their next game. That That is absurd to me. That, the fact that your playoffs are starting now and your finals aren't new for another month and a half, it's, it's too long. Too long, Adam Silver, too long. But, yeah. oh well. Um, into what you probably came here for, it's been a while since we've talked any SEC baseball. Um, we're sorry, uh, this everyone, we're sorry. This is our formal apology, uh, but we're back at it. We, we don't plan on abandoning, abandoning you anytime soon like we did because that was mean and you didn't need that. Um, recapping where the dogs have been since we last spoke, uh, before Super Bowl weekend, uh, dogs are six and three since, uh, the last time we spoke, uh, uh, which doesn't, which includes the two FIU games, um, which happy we took the two, Jack and I did not feel good going into that series. Mm-hmm. Not at all. So, I did not like, uh, the Tuesday result or the Wednesday uh, game, but thank God we got out of there alive. Just I'm, I'm cool with the split. I'm, whenever you split a weekend or a weekday uh, series with a team like FIU, you got to be pleased with that, especially with yeah, how yeah. our pitching's been. Yeah, we've uh, followed that up with two SEC series wins against two incredible teams, I would say, this as far as all things considered this so far this year, in uh, Kentucky last weekend and taking two from South Carolina this weekend in Columbia – so that is huge with the capital Y. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't Brent, know. Brent Rooker's batting it. Un- What's that? <laughs> uh, Brent Rooker, I was just going to run down his stats. Uh, Brent Rooker is hitting a, a 432 uh, with 16 home runs. And here's a, a little off the cuff stat 15 for 19 on stolen bases. Not bad. Not bad for Brent. How anyone can consider anyone other than him National Player of the Year, I, I want to hear a very convincing argument because it's going to take a lot. Yeah, I mean, he's running away in every category. It's the, the Absolutely. Pitchers are going to stop pitching to him, so his on-base percentage is going to go from, like, what is it now, like 530-something? Yeah, his, his, his on-base percentage is 532 at this point. So that's going to go up to like 560 by the end of the season, which is going to be absurd. He's going that's, to win the SEC Triple Crown. He's going to win – might win the National Triple Crown. It's going to be – it's going to be a crazy year. He's definitely – he's. I mean, he's submitted himself as a first-round pick. He made himself a ton of money. He's a millionaire. Um, real smart move not signing out of the draft last year and uh, holding out, waiting for more money to come his way. And thank God he did because uh, – Without him, I don't know where we'd be. Yeah, this baseball team would be drastically different without him right now. Um, he is either first right now or tied for first in 10 statistical categories in the SEC alone. That, ladies and gents, is absurd. Is it? I just, I just don't know if there's any other way for me to, to explain that, but that is, that's, good. that's good, I think. Yeah, his numbers are better than Hunter Renfro's numbers like already. And Hunter Renfro had a crazy year. So it's like, we're only in April. Like, he's still got two more months left of, in the season. Yeah, we're, just, we're, um, we're officially at the halfway point of the uh, SEC season. So he's got a lot of ball to, to still play. So I, I'm excited, to say the least. 
Yeah, I loved uh, loved watching him this weekend. He's getting the Barry Bonds treatment now, which Barry Bonds, the best hitter of all time, he's getting the same treatment as him. He just took a intentional walk with the bases loaded. <laughs> One runs better than four. People are finally <laughs> figuring out, hey. The fact that you have to make that conscious decision, okay, do I want to hurt myself a little or a lot? That's that's one of the more enjoyable things of seeing a pitcher squirm. That's, I mean, there's, um, there's, no, there's no good way to... He's making... The, scouts love that because it's like, oh, my, this guy's scary. This guy's a really scary dude up there. <laughs> there's nothing like knowing, as Brent Rooker, knowing that pitchers are... They're shook as soon as you walk up to the plate. Yeah, I was listening to the game today, and South Carolina's pitcher, they started on Friday, Clark Schmidt, was uh, talking about how he was looking at him when he was on deck. When he was, so he was facing, he was pitching against Mangum, and he was looking at Rooker while he was on deck and already started focusing on Rooker. That's, I mean, that's the best thing that you could hear if you're Mangum, because nobody's going to focus on you as much, even though you're a great hitter in your own right, probably going to be a, you know, top five round pick this year. If they're focusing on the guy behind you, they're not going to focus on you. So that means you got a better chance of hitting the ball. Yeah, it's it it blows my mind that he's having the season, and I feel like we're not appreciating it. So everyone, this is your wake up call. Appreciate this man because we are not guaranteed too much time left with him. We have two more months. Yeah, he is. Dipping right out of Stark Vegas and taking every piece of money he can find on the way to the majors. Um, yeah. So, in uh, moving on from uh, Brent Rooker talk, as much funny as it is, uh, then the rest of the SEC. Uh, obviously, we took two from South Carolina this weekend. That's uh, a big plus for us, keeping us at the top of the SEC. Uh, moving on to the rest of the SEC, though, A uh, and M uh, swept Alabama this weekend. Alabama having a tough time this season. Um, thank goodness right now, though, that they're finding the struggles because they're coming here this weekend. And I would not enjoy many more things other than taking three easy wins this weekend. Yeah, I think we're going to sweep them. I, no, I mean, no game in the SEC. It's true what they say is like an easy win, especially this year. I think the SEC is deeper than it's been like in a long time. Uh, yeah, it's Alabama's okay, but we're we're head and shoulders better than them, and we're playing a lot better than them right now. So I'm pretty confident we can sweep. Yeah, so that that would be uh, big for us. So uh, they A and M keeps rolling on that behalf. Um, it's kind of funny to see uh, A and M. They're kind of struggling. They 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 beat the people they're supposed to, and then they just get clobbered by the people that they could compete with to move themselves into that next level of baseball teams and just get clobbered by them. So I think A&M is going to, uh, contrary to popular or to previous years where they've seen pretty solid success in their baseball program, looks like maybe a down year in college station. Yeah, slightly. They don't have the pitching this year. They don't have not no experience. Last year's team was really good and they lost a bunch kind of like our team, but we bounced back a lot better than them. Thank God for Brent Rooker again. <laughs> um, uh, moving around, Auburn took two from Tennessee this weekend. That's uh, uh, kind of an interesting series. Uh, Tennessee won the the game too. It, this series is in Knoxville, so 
as far as RPI implications, it's good to see a team that we beat or swept in Tennessee getting a win against Arkansas or Auburn, but Auburn really thumped them the other two games. Yeah, they really should have won on uh, the Friday night too because they played Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Friday they had Keegan Thompson going, who he's probably the SEC pitcher of the year, if I'd say. But uh, yeah, they their bullpen blew it, so I knew I'm, Coach Thompson had to have been pissed about that one. But thank God because we need the RPI help if we're trying to get a national seed, which we still have plenty of time to do. Yeah, I, I would say uh, natural seeds kind of – I would keep those hopes on the, the back burner. I did see Kendall Rogers said if the season was – uh, Kendall Rogers is of, is of uh, D1 baseball for those of you listeners that may not know. Um, he's probably one of the more respected authorities as far as college baseball knowledge goes. Um, but he tweeted uh, that if the season were to end today, State would be more than guaranteed a regional at this point. He did not say national seed though. So. No, national seed. Top eight, but... Yeah, we're... Uh, we have to win a lot more games. Lot yeah, more we're, we're going to have to be pretty decisive over these next five series and then do very well in the tournament to get to that next level of top national seeds. I'd be happy with hosting a regional, though. I mean, really. Yeah, you host a regional. All you need is for whoever is hosting the regional you're paired with to lose. Then oh, you're yeah, hosting then, the Super Regional, so... I'll be uh, hosting a regional. Puts us in a good position. Yeah. Um, Next series, you had uh, Arkansas sweeping Georgia uh, to stay in first place. Arkansas looking nice still this season. Um, Is it is I guess good we played them early on in the season to get them out of the way, but it's it's a damn shame we did not take one game from them. Yeah, yeah, we didn't know how good they were when we played them. They're great. They're they're absolutely crushing teams. They're they're probably the best team in the SEC right now. They're very scary. Two of the best pitchers in the SEC, like four power bats with like eight plus home runs in that lineup. It's they're legit. They're a very very good team. Yeah, that sweep against them is going to haunt us coming into the season. I, I I can feel it as far as trying to finish it first or a high seed in the tournament. Um, Cause, but look at the rest of their schedule, though, because uh, right here at the midpoint of the season, we've got five SC series left, so trying to jockey for some position in standings. Uh, Arkansas is in current first amongst the entire SEC, first in the West as well. Um, but the next five, uh, including a, a fun midweek series they have this week, two games against Memphis, um, the uh, Memphis team that uh, pretty high in RPI, aren't they? Yeah, they're they're not bad. They're not bad for sure. Yeah, they've uh, they took a couple games from uh, Ole Miss so far this season. We put a uh, pretty good showing against them. Um, if Arkansas can drop a game against Memphis, that would be nice. Um, well, see, that's always the thing with RPIs. You know, you beat a team and you beat one team, but and then you lose to another. So when you, the team you beat loses to or beats the team that you lost to, it's <laughs> it's a weird cycle. Yeah, it's it's a. Uh... I don't know. You can only worry about yourself, I guess. I'd be cool with a – let's save Arkansas's losses for whenever they play an SEC opponent. I'll be cool with them beating up on Memphis. That's cool by me. Just lose a few SEC That's games and um, overtake you in the standings. Yeah, as far as their SEC st- uh, series go, they're at Auburn this weekend. Um, then they host Ole Miss, then at Tennessee, to Vanderbilt, and then at A&M. 
that's not an easy schedule. <laughs> I love that uh, that game this weekend uh, against Auburn. That's yeah, that that series against Auburn uh, is going to be big. It's great pitching and great hitting. The uh, their Auburn's second right now in the SEC standings, tied with us. Yeah, uh, only a game back from Arkansas. So. Yeah, us, us, Kentucky, and uh, uh, Auburn are tied all for second with uh, with yeah. We have ten and five records, yeah, in the in the standing. So it's gonna it really just seeing either one of those teams take because I mean I, obviously someone's gonna take a loss there. Uh, either one is gonna be nice to help us, um, but yeah. you know we can only hope for what we can hope for. So um, LSU. Uh, Took two from Ole Miss, beat the absolute crap out of him on Thursday. Beat him fifteen to two. It's always good to see. Yeah, they uh, really did not hold back on that one. Uh, LSU, or Ole Miss did come back to, on the Friday game. Took that one, but uh, lost again on game three. So Ole Miss stumbling around the uh, rest of the season. I don't see them making it into postseason play without a large SEC tournament showing. Mm, I don't think so. So that's that's always a fun thing to remind yourself of every week. Um, Florida won two against Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt is not being themselves this year, and it kind of weirds me out because it's kind of changing the whole landscape of things in the SEC. Usually, we can rely on somebody to beat beat up some people in the East, but now it's just the West teams beating the people in the East, and then you got Kentucky just sitting up, up top by themselves. <laughs> but um, yeah, Florida won two at uh, Vanderbilt. They won their two games that they did win. As a combined score of thirty to fourteen, and that's game one and three, and then game two they lost two to nothing. So that's an interesting back and forth. Yeah, don't know. Vanderbilt's pitching has been really, really trash this year, to say the least. They had mm-hmm. one. They had one good start this weekend. The two to one uh, victory they had, but I mean they lost twenty to eight in one game. That's Terrible! It's horrible. Yeah, it's uh, allowing twenty runs. Some might say is uh, not a good look. <laughs> not at all. Some would say. Yeah, um, and then Kentucky rounding out the weekend. Uh, they beat uh, Mizzou twice. Uh, staying staying on top of the SEC East. Mizzou. I'm sorry for misleading everyone and thinking they were good. They're not. Um, uh, last look at Kentucky. The rest of their schedule moving forward. Their last five series uh, involves hosting LSU. At South Carolina, Georgia, that's going to be three easy wins. Um, Tennessee at home, and then at Florida. So they have a very rough uh, second half of the season as well. Yeah, these next two weekends will be pretty big on if they can hit like actual uh, pitching. Because LSU's got two guys that will be playing in the major leagues one day. Uh, South Carolina, I just watch, we just watched them. They have three guys who are going to be pitching in the major leagues going in their rotation. So it will be interesting to see. Uh, if that offense can keep up with the pitching, because they weren't able to do it against us, and we we do not have the pitching of South Carolina and LSU. Yeah, so I mean, uh, it's it's nice to see that the, our two main competitors, as as far as trying to stay atop the SEC, it's nice to see that they have the rough schedules that they have left. Because uh, looking as far as standings are going for the rest of, uh, right now at the midpoint of the season, you got uh, Kentucky sitting up, up top in the East. Arkansas is up top in the West, um, but overall you've got Arkansas is number one, eleven and four. Man, there's three, there's three losses or three wins against the that they have against us. They're 
holding on to those like treasure chests. Um, us, Auburn, and Kentucky all ten and five. LSU's nine and six, so they're they're not anywhere off. Then you've got Florida, South Carolina, and uh, LSU or A and M at nine and seven, eight and seven. Excuse me, cannot read today. Uh, Ole Miss, Mizzou, Vanderbilt seven and eight. Uh, Tennessee four and eleven, a very good four and eleven in the conference, I would say. It's real solid. <laughs> that is a, a tail of the tape kind of look right there. That's it's a, not a good number, but they're a better team than that, and it's kind of disappointing to see that they only have four wins. I definitely they're thought they had more. The best four and eleven team in this conference, I'll tell you what. Yeah, it's true. Uh, they're yeah, they're overall in the season is eighteen and fifteen. They are they're looking at maybe having one of the best five hundred seasons I've ever seen. Yeah, got to beat up on those non conferences. Oh yeah. Um, Alabama is bringing up the rear of the conference at two and thirteen uh, on the season in conference play. So you know, it's it, I do remember they just built a brand new uh, baseball stadium in Tuscaloosa. So it's nice that they can uh, break it in very nice with a, a exciting first season. Yeah, that's. Uh, I don't really care about stuff that goes on in Tuscaloosa. I'm kind of happy that they had to spend all that money, open up a brand new stadium, and then see their team finish last in the SEC. So I'm no, cool with that, and I can't wait to sweep them this weekend. That's going to be, you know, a highlight of my my weekend. I'm really counting on that one. Uh, it, yeah, even looking as far as the rest of our schedule goes, it's I, I'm not I'm not worried about the rest of our schedule with Alabama this weekend. Uh, I do uh, I did forget that we have Ole Miss uh, coming up on the schedule uh, in, on Tuesday of next week. Yeah, we got the Governor's Cup. Yeah, Governor's Cup, and then we uh, host Auburn. Uh, after Alabama, so we're just going to clean out the uh, state of Alabama in the span of two weeks. Uh, I got a fun stat about Auburn. What's that? Let me hear it. Uh, guess how many home runs they have compared to Brent Rooker as a team. Uh, their team total, I'm going to say, is 11. Uh, they got 15, but Brent Rooker's got 16. So Brent Rooker is out hitting the whole team of Auburn in terms of power. <laughs> that is, that's absurd. Um, yeah, not that, a lot of oh wow that's something um yeah so we go alabama auburn and then a&m uh after two straight home series go to a&m and then two athens that's another three easy wins in athens georgia's not a good baseball team this year no nah, they don't have the pitching to keep up with us we're going to score like 12 a game off of yeah. them if we show up if we aren't asleep yeah. those games the biggest one is going to be closing out the season, uh, a home series against LSU. That's going to be very telling in, as far as where the next two weeks would are going to look like for us as far as postseason play, including SC, base, SC tournament and regional play, hopefully, if we can keep this together. Yeah. We are, we're really looking at uh, – I'm not going to say we're national seeds. We're not going to make it that far. We're, we, we didn't start off well enough. We needed more wins in the beginning of the season. But we are we're looking good to have a very nice season this season that no one was really quite expecting. I would say I wouldn't count out a national seed, but yeah, I think we're having a much better. Given all the injuries and the suspensions and all that, this is again, yeah, again, hats off to Canizaro. He's a great leader of men, as he's proven uh, over the past few weeks. Just pulling this team together. I'm pretty sure we were talking about it. Right, we we were texting after. Uh, what which game did we? Oh, Arkansas or something. 
No, we were texting in the middle of the Tennessee game that on the Friday when we had to come from behind win. No, that's what it was. Yeah. If they if if uh, Canizaro can pull the team together, it'll be a very good sign for the rest of the season. And uh, yeah, he uh, he completely pulled the team together. I and mean, he's done a crazy good job with how many pitchers he's had out this year. Yeah, I, Canizaro has. Uh blown past every bit of expectation I had for him in year one. Um, could not have asked for much better of a transition from him to, uh, from Cohen to him. So I'm really, really pleased with that. Um, now the next exciting part of Canizero is going to see what is, what is his recruiting going to be looking like? Oh my God. It's going to be so good. <laughs> it's going to be fun for him to sell. Uh, if you can sell Rooker's numbers, and claim and they buy into you being responsible for any semblance of that. I don't think it's gonna be hard at all. Yeah, he's he's very he's he's one of the best recruiters in the nation. He's like I, the thing I like best about him is because he did serve as a scout in the Yankees organization. Is he knows how to work the MLB draft from a college standpoint. So if he's talking to a high school kid, he know like he knows the MLB side and the college side, so he can talk. He can talk to the kid both sides. He can talk him out of the money. He can talk to him about how much, you know, how much he should have, like where he should go, what he will like, where you will get drafted after your three years here, and how much money you should expect then. So he's gonna be a he's gonna be a brilliant recruiter, and that's gonna equal some banners and rings. Uh, I'm really hoping so. Uh, yeah, I feel like not enough people are aware of the fact that he was actually a, uh, a scout for the Yankees. Mm-hmm. Heck, I I barely uh, I did I feel like I didn't know it until a couple games into this season even. Yeah, that's uh, that's where he got to start uh, working in baseball after playing. Uh, didn't you tell me he drafted uh, he drafted um, Holder and Lingren? Uh, yeah, that's who it was. Yeah, so that's uh, yeah small small world is is the world of diamond dogs goes at least. Yeah, we're all connected <laughs> Some, somehow. Um, so. Uh, I think it was Graveman had uh, a good quality start. And speaking of diving dogs the other day. Uh, well, you know well, how hard Graveman throws now? You remember how hard Graveman threw when he was at Mississippi State? Like uh, 93? Yeah. Like 93 when he was at Mississippi State. He's throwing 98 now in the majors. The, the, it will never cease to amaze me. The just absurd velocity at which MLB pitchers can hurl a little white laced ball. It's crazy to think that uh, somebody picked up five miles per hour to their fastball when they were 24 years old. That's yeah. That also is a little absurd. How how do you add that much strength to your arm at that point of your career? He's a little guy. He's not a big guy. He's not bustling it up up there. Yeah, it's, I don't understand it. Baseball is a nuts sport. See, that's why I talk about it. And I don't play it. See, because I, I, because I could never fathom hitting a ninety-eight mile fast, not ninety-eight mile an hour fastball. I could never do that. I uh, yeah, no, I have, I've rarely seen them, and they get, they go very fast. Ninety-eight is pretty fast. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, disgusting. Um. Sorry, we kind of we kind of fell into a little hole there, listeners. We're we're sorry. Um, Jack Jack was reminiscing about his days of uh, playing baseball, and I was thinking about what could have been if I could have ever actually played baseball. Um, uh, looking into uh, doing the other half for SC baseball talk. Uh, looking into the uh, Tuesday midweeks or even Wednesday and 
on a couple cases. Um, not really a whole lot of exciting games going on this week uh, as the fronts of midweeks. Um, State's taking a trip to Mobile to play South Alabama. That's a bummer. Always love going to the, to the dude in the middle of the week. No $2 hot dogs this week, so that's upsetting. Um, Memphis Memphis has that two-game series with uh, Arkansas this week. Um, that'll be kind of one to watch, see if they struggle against Memphis or not. Um, and then Kentucky is playing Louisville again. So we'll see if they give them sh- the shellacking that they did earlier in the season. But Louisville is far and away, them and Oregon State, I would say, are really dominating the top of college baseball right now. Yeah, Oregon State, uh, they lost for the first time in like 20, I think they would won 20 in a row. They lost this weekend for the first time and then promptly won their next two. So they're back to their winning ways. They're they're a scary team. They got great pitching. They got, I think they got like four guys up for the Golden Spikes Award, which is absurd. Like yeah, there's only like 30, yeah. and they have four of them. That's that's too high, sir. Yeah, that's that's enough. That's enough out of you. Yeah, you you guys need to need to cool it, cool it up there in Corvallis, Oregon. It just amazes me that like baseball has gotten so big in Corvallis, Oregon. It's it's kind of, yeah it's kind of wild that college baseball growing up at least it seemed that it was almost exclusively a East Coast su- su- Southern thing where you would see SEC teams ACC teams and then the occasional either Texas or way West Coast team and now it seems like it's kind of just spreading all over I saw West Virginia uh, apparently is expected to have their first appearance in the top twenty five this weekend. Yeah, they uh, won a series against TCU, and TCU was uh, ranked third. Yeah, third, oh, wow. I believe. So, oh wow, good, good for the Mountaineers, my uh, second favorite college team. Yeah, yeah, a little, little, little oddity about me. Yeah, my first college football game ever was actually not a Mississippi State football game. It was actually uh, the Gator Bowl. I don't really actually know what it was, but it was. Uh, I don't know what year it was, but it was Georgia Tech versus. Uh, West Virginia, and I sat on the West Virginia side that day, and ever since I've been a West Virginia fan. <laughs> That's solid, so, solid choice. Yeah, fun, fun little random story about me and my life. So that's that's where my love of the absurdity of Bobby Huggins and burning couches and everything else that is to love about that great trashy university up there. I love it so much. I I, I don't. I would love to spend just a week as like just a student, not even as a as a visitor. I want to see what it's like to be a student in West Virginia. I'm pretty sure a student and a visitor at West Virginia are the same thing. I think you do a pretty much the same thing. I think you spend about the same amount of hours in class. Yeah, you might go to more classes as a visitor actually than a student. Yeah, they gotta they gotta make you think there's some classes there. Yeah, uh, let's go on a tour of these classrooms where we have our robots taking classes. Yeah, we have animatronic students here taking our classes for us while we run amok and burn couches. <laughs> Lawless society that is our town. Man, one day one day I'm going to make it up to Morgantown, and I'm going to check it out for myself. But until then, I'm just going to fantasize. Oh, yeah. Well, um, that about wraps it up for us uh, on Episode 5 to be announced. Uh, we promised to do our absolute best to be more regular uh, than we have been over these last two weeks. Hopefully, we don't have uh, Jack flying 20-plus hours in the span of a few days uh, for a long time because that was uh, a less than uh, pleasant experience for that whole weekend. 
Um, so we'll be back again Thursday uh, to let you know what happened uh, with State and Mobile and what else happened around the SEC and talk about what's coming up on this this big weekend of uh, SEC baseball, including hopefully what should be a sweep for Mississippi State against Alabama. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. I can't wait. We will uh, we will check you out on Thursday. Thanks for listening. Shout out, Delta. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. 